When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We need to understand that we need to fall in love with the process, fall in love with the mud, all of the dirt that is in the way, all of the rocks, all the scratches, all the scars. Because once once you get there, you'll see that you have all of that beautiful path they had to go through to get there. Welcome to Luna the Podcast. I'm your host, Carolina Salazar, and I am here to be your spiritual big sister, guiding you to self-empowerment through self-discovery. My goal with this podcast is to provide grounded and easy to understand self-development tools to support you on your spiritual journey. My purpose is to help you learn to love both your light and your shadow and to empower you to start showing up as your best self by nourishing your soul and doing the inner work. I am so grateful you're here today and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Welcome back to Luna the Podcast. I hope you had an amazing weekend. If you're tuning in on Monday, and no matter when you're tuning in, I hope that your week has been good so far and that you are taking care of yourself, you're taking care of your body, you're taking care of your mind because you're worth it. And today we are having another guest episode. I'm very excited for you to listen to this one. I got to chat with one of my best friends, Julia Canineo. I met Julia this year and we've become amazing friends. Since then, she has a page on Instagram where she talks a lot about sustainability. She chats a lot about sustainability in the fashion industry, but in this episode, we really dive into sustainability as a whole and about sustainability as a way of living and how that impacts you in terms of your habits, how it ties into consumption of content, of things, of buying, and of instant gratification, We also chat about her spiritual journey and how sustainability is really connected to spirituality in many ways. We also chat a little bit about her manifestation journey. So I hope you really enjoy the episode. It was awesome. I am so excited for you to listen. Feel free to DM me, tell me your thoughts, share this on your story if you enjoyed, and make sure to check out Julia's page because she is awesome. And without further ado, let's dive in. I hope you love it as much as I did. Welcome back to Luna the Podcast. I'm so excited for today's episode because I'm sitting here with one of my absolute best friends, Julia. We met through social media and through a mutual friend in the most amazing way. And I'm so excited to have her today on the pod. I've been on her podcast before and we've had many, many conversations that have been ongoing about so many things. So this is a very exciting moment. And so to get started, Ju, introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about your purpose behind the content that you create and also share your sun, moon, and rising. Um, okay, so my name is Julia. Um, people call me G because my name has been mistaken a lot while I've been moving <laughs> so much around the world. Um, my moon is in Cancer. My sun is in Cancer. My rising is in Pisces, which is a lot of water in my mouth, but it's amazing. It's a little <laughs> drama. We all love that. Um 
the purpose behind my content is to create, well, I create content and sustainability. Well, and I study fashion design. So it really just, it was born from a frustration that came from knowing that the fashion industry is the second industry that pollutes the most worldwide and nobody talks about it and we're in a climate crisis which should be something that should be talked about more often and I was put into a position where I'm a designer I'm a new designer and they didn't teach me alternatives for a solution in like for me to exist in the fashion industry without having to create new clothes exploiting the planet does that make sense um and I am one of those people that I do believe that we come from the ground we come from the soil we are carbon we are the tree we come from that we just evolve into this intelligent species which we call humans um but we are just destroying where we come from so I feel like it all comes from a a little bit of everything really because this connection to the planet comes from my spiritual journey in general because I was very blocked towards that until I was like what 19 that I moved out of my house and I went to college and it made me it made me look into my shadow and really realize what I came here to do and of course you go back and forth because you never want to believe that your shadow is there and you never want to just accept that sometimes because it's hard you know it's part of who you are and it makes you whole. And once I accepted that, I feel like my mission, like to put it like that, I believe that my mission is really to help the planet and help Earth. It's not about creating content to be famous or whatever. It's just to create a community because I cannot do this alone. We have to do this together because it involves all of us. So the more people we gather in our social media, it's a way to communicate the voice more and more and more and bring this to a no bar talks with their friends while having a drink and a date while you're in a gym I don't know having brunch whatever it's a way of just spreading the word to a lot of places and while right now I'm focusing on Portuguese content because I'm currently in Sao Paulo Brazil I am really thinking about doing content in English again but we'll see (laughs) um but yeah but yeah that's a little bit of that you know it's it's all about the community thing it we are we are all we all come from the same source of energy and the planet is from the same source of energy so when we realize that we are one and if we don't take care of the planet we're actually just affecting ourselves we're killing ourselves but i feel like i don't know the switch has not turned in people's heads and took me a while to get that switch (laughs) turned that if I don't take care of that, I, I won't, there won't be a planet for me to live in. The human species is going into extinction like other animals living in this planet. And the planet will keep on going. They don't need us. Like the planet does not need the humans to just keep on going. They will keep on rotating. They'll keep going around the sun, blah, 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 blah. blah and it has been throughout thousands and thousands of years. So it's more about that. <laughs> yeah. I think that's amazing. And I think that you have a very unique view and something that 
not a lot of people talk about, as you mentioned, and it's truly important to think about how we are very tied to the earth. And when we forget that and we forget our true essence and we forget that we need the earth, therefore we need to take care of it in order to be able to live in it and enjoy it. It comes from our daily choices. It comes from the things we choose to invest in. It comes from the way we choose to live and ultimately the way we choose to dress and the way we spend our money has an effect on that. And by expressing it with your voice and with your content, you are empowering people to be able to talk about it. I know me, for example, now every time I go out to shop, I'm very aware of whether I'm buying something for a trend or if I'm buying something because I actually want it. And in the same way, also choosing to dress to express myself and to express how I feel. And I think that's a really amazing message and has definitely resonated with me. Oh, that's amazing. I love it so much. And I know we had also been talking about before about how sustainability is a very multi-layered topic and it touches on many different things. One of the things that we had mentioned when we were chatting earlier about this is that sustainability can also apply to sustainable habits and a way of living that works for you in the long term. Because when we think of being sustainable, a lot of times we think about it being towards the earth, right? Creating sustainable ways of living on the planet but that also comes down to an individual level of how we create a lifestyle that isn't a quick fix isn't something that's gonna only be a band-aid but rather something that will last us for longer so how is your um, your relationship to sustainable living in terms of your habits and the way you go about your days changed over time I feel like the definition of the word sustainability has been taken out of context because it's just, I feel like we directly like relate it to the environment. And I feel Mm -hmm. like sustainability, it's been a trend word. Let's put it like that. Because they think that when they put sustainability into some process or, I don't know, brand, they just think that that's just it. That's the solution. Um, I have the word, so it's not. So I like to use the term responsibility instead of sustainability. Because when a brand is not being sustainable, it's not so bad. But when the brand is not being responsible, that has a little bit more weight society, mm-hmm. like to society speaking, right? So I guess that how I put it in my daily life, of course, I always say this, there's no way for us to be 100% sustainable. And there's no way that a person is going to do everything perfectly. And I feel like we need to simply try as much as we can, you know, I don't do everything perfectly. Sometimes I want to, I'm craving something to eat that it only comes in plastic. I'm not going to murder myself just because I ate that once. I just because I do all of these wonderful things without it. But the, the point is not really just try to do everything perfectly, because when you try to do everything perfectly, you stop doing. And it's better to just start somewhere. And that's what pisses me off sometimes um, when I create content is that, oh, but when you stop buying clothes, it's not like the brand is going to stop producing them. And I'm like, might not be now, but if me and thousands of people stop doing it the brand will actually notice that they're not selling 
the pro- the real problem with all this situation is that there's no laws, there's no legislations, just I don't know, blocking all of these companies to mass produce and waste. There's no fees, there's no taxes that just go against it. So why would they change something that's there and it's easy? And I do think that some brands do not change, not because they don't want to, it's because they don't know where to start. I don't really think that all of this, of course, I'm not, I'm not going to generalize because who am I to understand all of the companies in the world, but I don't really think that, I know they, they try, but they don't know where to start. So they need someone to talk. So they know and start to look for solutions because if some, someone starts giving them solutions and somebody starts talking about it, and not only me, there's a lot of content creators in sustainability doing this. And I feel like one of the best examples is slow factory foundation which is founded by celine um i feel like it's celine simon and i do she founded slow factory foundation which is basically she does open education for everyone so she gives semesters of classes every friday which is free but you can donate so they can keep on going so it's free for, for us who may like take the classes but they what they do it's really They pay all of the workers that are working in the foundation, but they made it available for everyone. So they taught, they touch upon so many topics that we don't see in college. We don't see in school. It's not part of the syllabus, which is crazy to think. And, and if you stop to think about it, it's a very systemic thing. I feel like we, I don't think it's just, it's an opinion. Capitalism is just the big problem of, it's the elephant in the room. But like, realistically speaking, it's not like it's going anywhere anytime soon. So that's why I always say it's better for us to start doing something ourselves so that people in higher positions, like politicians, even though I don't like politics, but it takes them to do a change, to bring laws and whatever, we need to do something so that they can do something about it. But if you, we don't talk, if we don't do the movement, why would they do anything? Mm-hmm. I feel yeah. like it comes from there. And about sustainable lifestyle I feel like it started there before fashion really because I start I stopped eating meat seven years ago was it 2014 I don't remember now but it's like six or seven years so I feel like it started there and not because of the planet but it was more about a um Ayurvedic thing so I mm-hmm. went to an Ayurvedic doctor and she said, oh, you don't digest red meat properly um, because I had digestive problems, blah, blah, blah. And then she said to stop eating. I was like, oh, you're crazy if I'm going to stop th- eating this forever, which I did. <laughs> Call her crazy, but huh, here am I. You never know. And I feel like it, you never know. There's an expression in Portuguese, don't spit up, that it'll, ke- it'll get down. So, <laughs> <laughs> And I feel like one thing led to another. So stopped eating meat and then connecting with yoga again because I was introduced to yoga when I was 12 and then I just do it did it for two years and then I started again when I was 19 that I went into college so I had like a gap of what five years of not practicing it and I started looking inwards and started looking at myself and I know just analyzing every single thing that was going on in my life and I started changing my habits so meditating every day journaling here and there 
therapy, um, vision boarding, um, so many things that made me look to the inside and not looking only to the external. Because I feel like my main problem was consuming so much. I always say that I, you know, the AA meetings. So I go to ACA meetings. So consumer anonymous meetings, because I am a consumer in recuperation because, you know, it's, it's, it's what it is. And I feel like we live in the, so, I don't know, this, how is this called in, in, in English? That you, we want everything for now and everything for like yesterday. So that's what our consumer society has taught us like, oh, you don't have this now, but tomorrow you will have it on store so you can buy it. And we are aiming for every item that you buy to break so that you can buy a new one very soon. And then that comes from the 1920s when like the car culture started that they started doing things so that you can buy new cars, new cars, new cars all the time. I actually learned this in a class yesterday, which came really handy right now. But it's, it's funny to think that we are so... I know we aim to buy external things to just fill whatever we're missing inside. And when I notice that we're not going to feel anything with external things, it's when it clicked, you know, I really need to deal with all of yeah. these emotions that are going inside of us and that nothing that's external, it's gonna fix it. It's just oh not. Oh my gosh, before you keep going, I like have so many thoughts and so many things that that kind of sprung up that's important to talk about. The first thing that 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 you mentioned that I just want to reinforce and I'll say a couple things and then we can dive deeper into each of them. Okay. But the first thing that you said that I think is important is that when it comes to sustainable living and sustainability and all these topics, perfectionism is what stops us from doing anything at all, right? You said when you try to be perfect, you just don't do anything. And the same applies to advocating for something. It applies to your habits. It applies to everything. So I think that's something that you mentioned was really important. And then something else also is that, you know, it starts at an individual level. And sustainability, again, yeah, it starts at an individual level because your choices, in fact, how companies eventually think strategically and all of that. But it also, you know, when you say it starts individually, that applies to how you live your life. And you mentioned that you feel like you started living more sustainably when you started changing your habits. And all the changes in your habits that you mentioned are spiritual changes, like not eating as much meat. Because, you know, when we're eating meat, we're eating technically something that's dead, which affects our energy. And ultimately we are impacting the environment as well, but it's also a spiritual change. You mentioned meditation, yeah. you mentioned therapy, you mentioned vision voiding and looking within. And then again, then you, and then you took it a step even further, which is mentioning how the problem is consumption of content, or sorry, consumption. And you were mentioning consumption in the context of items, right? but also yeah. con consumption of content and yeah i was gonna go there content mm -hmm. and is and trying to find external solutions to our internal problems doesn't actually solve the problem and so that's I, something that's so important we can dive into that even more deeply but the other last thing that you also touched on that i want to emphasize is that 
this all ties ultimately to instant gratification, right? To wanting it now. And that ultimately also ties to manifestation because when we're trying to manifest anything, we have to let go of instant gratification because the whole point yeah. of manifesting and seeing the manifestations come true is surrendering and it's trusting that they might not happen in this moment. They might happen in months or years. So oh God. Yeah. it ties to so many different things, like not only the spiritual changes in your habits, but also the trying the act of trying to solve an internal problem with external solutions and how ultimately 100%. it comes down to trusting the process and the timeline that it will take for you it's it's crazy to think about it like that because we are fed we're feeding information no we're fed information for 20 like 24 7 right mm -hmm. so we see we consume content all the time so we see people selling stuff all the time so we think that we have to buy all the time but who made that rule like why why does that even make sense it doesn't even make sense you know why would i need a new shirt every week it makes absolutely no sense it it said on i don't remember where i read this but there was a study that said that per year back in the 1960s we had like i don't know we purchased night items per year or not even and now we're set to consume 68 items per year due to fast fashion due to um micro it's not even micro trends it's nano trends because they, there's a new trend every what three weeks um and it's just that it's trying to fill the holes thinking that oh my god that external thing is just gonna be me so happy at the moment and it's not <laughs> it's like it's really really not i thought i was in that position when i was in college i thought that when i would I don't know. I was mad at a teacher because it said he and he or she said at the time they didn't like something about my collection. I got pissed and then I went shopping because I will, I don't know. It was, I don't know. It's going to fix my problems, not even fix my problems. I don't know. Put a band-aid to whatever was going on, but it just stayed in and in and in. And then it got, you know, solid and it made me bad physically you know, and when you start to think about all of the repressed emotions that you have and you think that you can just, you know, put a substitution to material, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. But yeah, yeah. it did start from a spiritual journey because, well, my rising is in Pisces, so it makes sense. Um, yeah, so let's dive deeper into that. Share with us how your spiritual journey progressed. You know, you mentioned that it started a lot with stopping your consumption of meat in the past and eventually evolved into yoga and therapy so let's dive deeper into that and share a little bit about what happened um, on your I've, I've, I've always been a very intuitive person I feel like I didn't trust it as much when I was younger because I feel it was all bullshit you know when we when we young well we're well, still young but when I was younger <laughs> um we're kind of stupid you know you think everything it's bullshit and sorry i don't know if we can curse here but we think everything is just you know whatever <laughs> okay. um and i don't know i fought it so much because spirituality i feel like it was introduced to me from a very young age because my mom is very spiritual connected you know and first connection to i don't know spiritual 
guides or spiritual you know, path was because I was an athlete growing up. I played tennis since I was five until I was 15. So 10 years being an athlete. And I started yoga when I was 12. I was living in Mexico at the time. And it's because I was lacking concentration for the longest time. So imagine me middle of a train, like training. And I saw a cat entering the room, like the, the court. And I got distracted with the cat and I was, I stopped playing. So yoga was introduced into my life because of those type of situations. And something that I've actually been talking about this a lot with my mom is that when we left Mexico, that my mom was super into yoga already. She was studying to be a teacher and all of that. Our yoga teacher at the time, which I consider him a brother, he told my mom, I could lead you into the spiritual journey, but it's not her time yet. I tried, but it's not her time yet. And that's the beautiful thing of yoga. It's that you will be ready to practice it and understand it and let it in into your life when you're prepared to look into yourself and look to every single thing that you have to offer in this world. And, and it's, I feel like that's beautiful because today I see myself working with sustainability, working in an industry that it's super complicated and it's, I don't know, there's a lot of political things going on there. Um, and then from my content creation and that I got my job with a, an Ayurvedic medicine cosmetic brand, which is 100% sustainable, 100% organic, it's cruelty free it's everything that you don't want to expect from an industry but it's because it's real it's so from the essence and it's connected to a spiritual thing because ayurvedic medicine comes from i don't know five thousand years ago like their books is five thousand years old and now you think it's connected because in yoga we see a lot of that but it's not so deep down but it's, it has a direct correlation and one thing is leading to another. And now you see me talking about traveling to India, trying, I don't know, maybe do a teacher training in the future. It's something that I we'll never expected. <laughs> please. Oh my God, please. <laughs> I swear. It's one of those things that I never thought that I was going to be in this position. I really never thought about it because I was so blocked into my spirituality because it's one of my challenges since I have my rising in Pisces. I feel like me denying it was keeping me from evolving in let's put it in a faster way quote unquote because i feel like everything happens in the same moment that it has to happen sometimes it can happen faster or slower it depends on how open you are to things evolving but i don't know i feel like spirituality it's it's so big of a topic you know and I'm no perfect. Sometimes I really don't want to meditate. Sometimes I really don't want to pray. Sometimes I really don't want to practice gratitude. But at the end of the day, it's one of those mm-hmm. things that you stop to do. And it makes, I don't know, it feels like it makes so much sense. It feels, yeah. you feel alive. It's like, oh my God, I am actually alive. I'm healthy. I have a home. There's so many people that don't have those things. Yeah. And, it, and they might seem so simple, but they're a lot. It means a lot. It's so true. Honestly, you're, you're reminding me, I've been a little bit off of my meditation and gratitude list game. So I need to get back to it because it makes a huge difference. It's 
and it's simple. Like it'll probably take 20 minutes of your day, 10 minutes to meditate, 10, even less to write out your gratitudes or say them out loud. So it's very small shifts that can make a huge change in your life and your energy and your state of being. So, you know, you mentioned that spirituality is a very multi-layered topic and it started with your yoga experience eventually evolved into Ayurveda and learning about your eating style. But what does spirituality mean to you? I feel like it's a way of reconnecting to a higher energy because we talked about this before. We, well, I believe that we did like reincarnate in this three-dimensional world because we chose to unlearn all everything that we had learned in past lives for us to see it from a different perspective. It's very hard for a human brain to associate that, but at the end of the day, it makes sense. I don't know, at least for me, it makes a lot of sense. And I feel like spirituality is a way of us to just reconnect to that very pure energy. It's the purest energy that exists. You know, we, we always talk about connecting to our inner child. And why is that? Because our inner, the children are pure. They're the purest essence of energy. Then they are losing all of that brightness growing up because, you know, we grow up or adults and then things of work, things of school, blah, 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 blah. But every time that we connect to a child, it's very pure. So when we connect to our spirituality, it's just connecting to that pure energy, which is really our essence. So when we remember who we are, we just decide to continue our, the path that we are meant to be. So that's why people, mm-hmm. when we say that we're lost, it's because we think that the path that we were going was not right because it seems so unreal sometimes. Yeah. I love some. that. I love that definition. And I love how you mentioned your also beliefs regarding reincarnation because I, I agree. I believe in reincarnation. I know some people don't, but I think what you said about us coming back into the 3D world to forget everything we know and relearn it from a new perspective to learn mm-hmm. it a new way, even more deeply. And ultimately, when we connect to our spirituality, we're connecting to a very pure energy, which ultimately, if we think of gratitude, or if we think of meditation and our inner energy field, it's there. Gratitude is a very high vibrational energy, but it's oh really God, yes. easy to take things for granted. It's really easy to feel disconnected from that energy and there's so many ways in which we can get disconnected from that when we are stuck in this cycle of always wanting to do more and have more and achieve more and how we're going to change our life and how we're going to do different things that we forget to look at what's happening now and be grateful and that's why ultimately that is the first step to manifesting anything (laughs) you have to be grateful for what you already have I learned that with you, actually. Really? Yeah. Because, I mean, I've been practicing manifestation and vision boarding and whatever. But I feel like it started to... I always practiced practiced gratitude because I like to pray at night before going to bed and just be grateful for another day and everything that I have because I feel like that's a way of me connecting to a higher energy. Well, me, for me, God, for other people. 
whatever you believe in. I feel like it's all the same energetic. It's energies, just different religions or, or whatever. But when you taught, taught me about scripting, actually, um, and then you mentioned that for us to practice scripting, which is journaling in the present moment of something that we want to happen, we actually need to practice gratitude for the universe to understand that we are ready to receive more. But I didn't even do it because of that. I started making it because it made so much sense to be grateful for what I already had. And that, it was not even from, I really want to manifest this to just an instant gratification. It was not even from that. And right now I just have a bedside, in my bedside table, I have my gratitude journal and every day I write on it. Sometimes when I don't want to write on them, I do, I pray and I am thankful for 10 things that happen in my day. And it can be the little, like the smallest things. It can be, oh, I'm grateful for, I don't know, this certain amount of followers that I have today in my Instagram. Or, oh, that this, that today I saw this uh, woman in the street that offered me a flower. Or that I went to the supermarket and I found the apples that I was looking for. You know, those little things that sometimes we don't stop to analyze it. And we, ha- we can be so, I don't know, we are so full of that. And we just... And we take them from granite. Yeah, it's so powerful. And I love that you mentioned even that, you know, like finding the apple that you were looking for or wanted. Like something as simple as that, where I'm grateful for breathing or like, I'm grateful I'm healthy and well. I'm grateful I have water to drink. So many of these literally that. (laughs) So I love that. And I love that I was able to be a little piece in your gratitude journey. In terms of manifesting, share a little bit also about how you learned about manifestation for the first time and how your relationship to manifesting has evolved. I feel like manifestation came into, I mean, it just, it arrived when I did a, a yoga initiation then my mom forced me to go actually fun story um she did this teacher training at um there's a there's a lot of types of yoga right but this one is called um kriya hatha yoga which is from the lineage of babaji that he's from the northern part of india right so i actually have him, the image of him in my little altar because i really i have my my entities my candles my everything I love it so much. Everywhere that I go, I just have it in my room. Um, and what would I say? What was I saying? How manifestation. <laughs> how manifestation. Oh, manifestation. Yeah. Yeah. I have this little brain fart moments. Anyway. <laughs> so in that initiation, that's there's three initiations that's not meant for everyone. And then if you want to do the teacher training, you have to get the three of them done and then do the teacher training. But in the first one, they teach you seven types of meditation and seven types of prana, which are breathing exercises. So there's a lot, you know? And then in one of the, actually two days of meditation is the visualization um, meditation. So you visualize whatever you want to manifest. So I don't know, if I want to picture myself traveling to, I don't know, Cambodia to help, and do volunteer work i will sit there and meditate and imagine that i'm in that scenario and living step by step of what's going on 
so I feel like that was the first connection to that type of thing and it's it's amazing to think how that works because when I was living in Venezuela in 2015 we had to be um taken away from the country because it was super dangerous at the time because Maduro had just stepped in as president and whatever beyond the point I sat down meditating with my mom and it, we were doing the visualization meditation and in that meditation I I was visualizing myself in the plane living the live in Venezuela with my mom and I remember it so clearly like the number 23 was there and the day that we traveled was the 23rd which it didn't make sense at the time because it came in the form of a song and I was like what the hell does it doesn't make even doesn't even make sense how is this happening so I feel like that's the first memory of me manifesting something um and then I got a little disconnected from that and lately well I feel like from three years to now me starting to do vision boards or like two I feel like I did started doing it in in COVID I started putting a lot of images that I thought that make sense sense in my life so visualizing where I wanted to be um what I wanted to be doing um what was my dream job what are some activities that I wanted to learn some something that I wanted to experience so I remember that my first vision board I had um there's still there there images that are still there that from the first vision board I just update them from time to time um which is hilarious that I'm looking at it right now and it has like protect the planet and then it has like surfing and it has yoga and then my first vision board I had a ukulele because I wanted to learn how to play the ukulele And I feel like it was two months in from my vision board and I bought a ukulele for me to learn how to play a ukulele. And I feel like it's like, oh, okay, you put it there because you wanted to learn. But I feel like it's a way of me of as well picturing I what I, I want see. to be doing in the future. Like I see myself doing that. So why not just try it? So I feel like it takes, yes, the universe to manifest a lot of things. But it also takes a lot of God for us to go for the things that we're dreaming. You know, we need to work in the same direction that the universe is working with us. Sometimes when some, things are not working, I was talking about this yesterday with a friend. And it's like sometimes things are really just not meant to happen. And we're forcing it so much because we think we're, we're just stubborn and think that that's what's it and that's what's it and that's what's it. And it's not. And when you accept that it's not, everything starts to flow so easily. And it's crazy. And, and yeah, I feel like vision boards were something that helps me a lot because I'm a visual person <laughs> as a general idea. But I feel like scripting is one of the biggest connections that I had to manifestation because... Wow yeah and it's so funny because you introduced it to me and I've recommended to every <laughs> single person that asks me about manifestation or whatever when they're open to talk about it because I'm not going to force anything that people who am I to force an op my opinion about something I can talk about it like we're talking here um but scripting was so amazing because I feel like 
sometimes you think that you want something but when you're scripting it feels like it's a an energy that it's really from your soul I know it's gonna, it's gonna make sense but bear with me so when you're writing things down in paper not in computer but in paper with a pencil you're writing things down and it feels like your soul is just I don't know downloading into your hand and you're writing things that you don't really think that you're gonna write and you're like yes. wow and and everything starts to make sense and I remember the first thing that I scripted was about um my social media growing right because it was stuck and I did not want to I did not know what I was going to do but I, I always added that I wanted to be helping the planet I didn't know how because I was I was feeling very lost at the time and I started scripting and everything started to make so much so much so much sense and now that I, I look back at my script I feel like my first scripting was what back in March maybe April yeah when we first met probably yeah and it was after that we recorded the podcast and then I did that and I feel like it took what three months but for me constantly you know gratification with praying with doing inner work you know it's it's hard it's not easy it's I mean we talk about it with yeah it's hard healing it's hard and we talk about it like if it's we're we're very light right now because we've gone through the process and we're probably gonna Mm. go to a lot of more processes but right now I feel so light that it's funny because I did coaching work as well right and after like the three three sessions that we had that my Instagram started to grow and I found my niche into sustainable fashion she we she picked up the call and she was like oh my god you're you're shining like what happened and I started telling you everything I was like I never seen anyone being so um how is this called intregi so open to what the universe has to offer just it's like telling the universe universe you can open whatever door you want and this was actually my prayer every night it's like I am open to wherever you're leading me just guide me that I'll listen even if it's hard because sometimes the path is hard but and something that I learned with Gary V in one of his videos was that we need to understand that we need to fall in love with the process fall in love with the mud all of the dirt that is in the way all the rocks all the scratches all the scars because once once you get there you'll see that you have all of that beautiful path they had to go through to get there it's not going to be the only path there's going to be a lot of paths but and that's also from yoga that I learned a lot it's not about getting into a specific pose and oh my god I want to do the handstand it's not about doing the handstand it's about all the process and all of the work that you put all of the sweat that you put to get into the handstand yeah and I think that's so important you know learning that it really ends up being about that it really ends up being about the process and the journey and when we're always thinking about the results and we're always thinking about where we're going to get to and the next thing we're never being grateful. We're never taking a minute to stop and to look around and to and to take <laughs> everything that's already coming true in this moment and to appreciate the growth as it happens. And that's super yeah. important. And also really important that you mentioned how that's not necessarily to say that it's going to be picture perfect and easy peasy, like, 
far it's from the opposite. It. It's actually difficult. It's challenging. It brings up wounds. It's muddy. It's dirty. Not dirty. It's shadowy. It, <laughs> up, it, it's, <laughs> it triggers you and it's going to bring up difficult emotions and a lot of letting go of control and releasing that need to know everything. So I think that's super important. And you also mentioned how sometimes you're, we're trying to force something so <laughs> much that it's not meant to be and something that's just not in alignment, even though we, inside, and a lot of times we even feel that inside. We feel that resistance. We feel that lack of alignment, but we keep pushing it and pushing it. And that's when we experience what is, I think it's in, in Sanskrit, they call it karma, right? That's karma, like karma and dharma. Right. Karma is a roadblock. Karma is the difficulties that keep coming up because it's literally not meant for you. And obviously there's a difference. Sometimes that's the universe testing your commitment after something's already begun to flow. But there's other times when it's just coming from a place of forcing and struggle constantly, which a lot of times is from us trying to control the process. And so that's why I really like the prayer that you mentioned, you know, staying open and letting things flow as they're supposed to without us it necessarily is, having to know everything. It's just open your arms to everything that the universe gives to you. I feel like that's the essence of everything. You know, it's, I feel like we come here to learn. We are always going to keep learning as long as we're alive. There's, absolutely no way that oh I, I went to school i went to college and i'm done learning <clears throat> come on life is the school life is the school and that's it it's mm-hmm. when you accept the fact that we are not in control everything starts to flow for it's very cliche that i say that we need to live in the present moment but it is true and i know it's hard because for me sometimes come on i i'm a dreamer of course i'm gonna to be dreaming about a lot of things that i want in my life and i have so many ideas and so many projects that i want to do but at the same time when i stop for a second and analyze everything that's going on at the moment all the doors open when i stopped um wanting to move out of brazil again because i wanted to create content in, in english or that i wanted to create content in in Spanish and I start and I stopped pushing that and I started creating content in Portuguese that's when you grew my social media grew so wow because you were in the present moment you were in the now I was in the present living I remember like why am I trying to create something for something that doesn't even exist yet like why am I not making use of where I'm at right now yeah like I'm currently in Brazil I have so many opportunities here at the time, I, I didn't see any of them because I was not creating content in Portuguese. And when I stopped and I was like, okay, I'm not going to move out of here anytime soon. At least I don't see it at the moment. So let me take advantage of everything that is given to me as an opportunity here. And that got my social media growth. That got me amazing friendships from social media that are in the sustainable industry. And you as well, because you know... <laughs> besties love you. <laughs> um, I love you more and you know and it brought me partnerships and brought me my new job where I'm working at the moment so when you really just let go of all the control things are thrown to you and I just I, I'm gonna quote my mom now because it's something that makes so much sense 
she says, we don't come to this world to suffer. We decide to suffer. Humans decide to suffer. So mm. when we live in the past, we, we decide to suffer. When we live in the future, we decide to suffer in advance. So just make something out of this problem. Maybe it's not even that big of a problem. We just decide to make things so much bigger than they actually are. And it's about going back to the being grateful for everything that we have. So I don't know that 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 always made sense in my life, but I feel like today I don't fight it so much. I, I I'm I'm almost not fight no not fight it at all. You know. Yeah. Wow. Amazing. Um, that's incredible. And I think that ultimately brings us back to this present moment that brings us back to the importance of gratitude, which we've emphasized a few times. Now I want to do a couple of rapid fire questions to close off the episode. Are you ready? Well, yeah, of course. Okay. What is your favorite quotes or a mantra that you live by um that it's never too late to be whoever you want to be and actually that's a quote that I have there in a little frame that's by Scott Fitzgerald and it's never late you just need to go for it love it what's your favorite yoga pose I like the pigeon pose and it's Mm -hmm. a It's supposed that not a lot of people like because <laughs> it's a lot of first chakra yeah, energy and it's a lot of opening. But I feel like that's why I like it so much because it allows me to free all of the stagnant energy and that's there. You know, it's like, okay, mm-hmm. let me let go. And I've cried so many times in that pose, but it's because I'm letting go. Beautiful. What has been the biggest lesson that you've learned in life so far? there's so many let me see wait um I feel like love loving myself really that when I start doing things for myself I can actually start doing things for other people feel your own because yeah amazing who's your favorite spiritual teacher Oh my god, you're making hard questions. <laughs> um I feel like I'm gonna say my first yoga teacher because he was the first one that introduced me to this world. Um his name is Santiago. But I feel like currently I, I don't know. I, I cannot say there's so many. Um <laughs> But I feel like my mom is one of my my closest mm. spiritual awakenings. Yeah, she's one of. Even though I I fight a lot, with, not fight fighting, not in the sense of physically fighting, but I mean I just don't want to contradict myself. She doesn't want to contradict herself, and then we just fight because we're stupid, and that's it. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, she's one of the 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 person who I can talk to this the most at home. Because yeah. we're the both, the witchy woo-woo people here. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Um, do you have a spirit animal? 
I used to say pandas in the past because they're amazing. They're super fluffy. But I feel like today, I don't know. I consider myself like a dolphin or something. Very free spirited. <laughs> very yes. happy. Um, yes. In the ocean, sea, I'm super connected to water. So if I can live by the ocean, I feel like I will be the happiest human. Oh, yeah. Same. Same here. We will. We will. No, we will. Come um, on. Yes. <laughs> um, last and final question. What's something that makes you feel like your higher self? When I do my routine, I feel like when I I start to not even start, when I decide that I'm gonna take care of myself, that I'm gonna wake up early. I'm gonna well, I'm doing that right mm-hmm. now, which is great. And I feel like I'm so connected to myself and my essence that that's what I'm feeling so great lately because I wake up early I meditate then I go to the gym because it makes so good to my mental health and it's amazing mm-hmm. endorphins are just the best friend that I have at the moment beyond <laughs> you and other friends Aww. but endorphins are just amazing um and then you know just taking care of myself um I, I don't know taking care of, of with products that are real you know with treat myself with Ayurvedic medicine, with food, not even, you know, being annoyed by calories or being annoyed by the food. It's just like, just not being all of that pressure of number society, diet culture. I feel like in general, it's just having the routine that makes sense to me. If it doesn't make sense to the rest of the world, I don't care because it's not about them. It's about me making sense to myself. I sound selfish, but at the end of the day, we are... We, we need are more selfish own, women. Yes. And we need we need to understand that our bodies are vehicle for us to learn everything that we have to learn in this lifetime. And if we don't take care of it, it's we're not gonna learn everything that we have to learn. So yep. let's Ultimately, take care of ourselves, yes. love ourselves, accept yes. ourselves. And it's okay to fall. There's a lot of rocks in the in the floor, you know. Maybe throw the rock out of the window. It's fine, you know. <laughs> Go to the sea. Throw the rock at the sea. But don't carry them. And then, you know, it's going to be heavy if you start carrying all the rocks and you see them in the wing. I don't know if that made sense. Oh my God, that, that's, made- the, that's the perfect way to close off the episode. Just be light, you know. Let's, like, live yeah. a little bit. Let's be a little lighter on ourselves and treat ourselves with more freedom and and care and all of that so thank you so much for coming on today's episode this was so much fun I loved everything we talked about I'm so excited for other people to hear it I'm sure they soaked up all the goodness so to close off just tell them where tell the listeners where they can find you and thank you again for coming on I thank you for having me amiga I love you so much. Um, special shout out to Mafe because she introduced us. So, Mafe, if you're amazing. listening to this, we love you and we're very grateful. We love you so you. much. We're very, very grateful. Um, you can all find me on my social media. That's Julia. So it's with a G. So G-I-U-L-I-A. Canineo, which is C-A-N-I-N-E-O. And that's on, I was going to say Twitter. I don't have Twitter. Come on, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, <laughs> You can find me on my TikTok and my Instagram. That's that. Um, maybe I'll be start I'll start posting content in English. But at the moment, I'm only in Portuguese. But you can go check it out. You can chat a little bit about yeah. everything. And you can see the I'm a friendly person. You know? 
Instagram does translations, yeah. I think. So everyone can check it out. There you go. Give me solutions that I didn't see. Beautiful. Yeah. There we go. Thank you Thank once you, again Drew. for having me. Thank you. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. See you soon. Bye, love. Yes. Bye. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.